Aloha, I am June Jones of the Houston Roughnecks, and this is the XFL Show. This is for the love of football, and this is the XFL Show. I'm Alan. And I'm Bryant. This is not the CFL Show, and this is episode 178. Talks are off. Bryant, the talks between the XFL and the CFL are off. So once and for all, this is definitely not the CFL Show. This will not be a CFL Show, and this will not be an XFL. CFL show for the foreseeable future, uh, according to some verbiage that we're going to get into today. <laughs> Lots to get into in such a jam-packed week where we almost uh, didn't have anything, and now we have something uh, kind of big, I would say, uh, at least in terms of what we've been talking about for the last three months, four months. How long have we been talking about this? At all, time is, is yeah, linear. What do you say? doesn't even matter. Crazy time, time is a flat circle, is it? and it's also made up. I don't know where I am. I don't know what time it is. Did this even happen? Because you know pretty soon, I, I don't think it'll be long. We're going to be like, you remember the XFL and CFL? We're talking about doing stuff together. No, no, That's no. That's going to be a trivia after question. This show, after this show, it's going to be, do you remember the XFL and that other league used to talk? Yeah, in that other league, yeah. All right, <laughs> so you're drawing battle lines at the top of the show now that there's there's been kind of a divorce from the negotiation table. Is that what you're doing? That's where you're coming out. We're going to get into all of it, man, right now. Here we go. 724-5654-XFL is the number for you to call. It's the XFL fan line. You can text it. You can call it anytime you want. We got a lot of action there uh, with the big announcement this week. So definitely keep it coming there. 724-565-4XFL. And, of course, at XFL Show on social media. If you want to hit us up on the Twitter or Instagram or wherever, uh, we're there active as well. And it was an active week on social media for XFL Talk. And it was a lot of fun, as usual. Very interesting to see. I mean, uh, social media tends to the negative, I think. So some demonizing of certain leagues that play in another country that's not the United States. We'll get into it. And of course, this episode brought to you by Pretty Easy Podcast. You could go to prettyeasypodcast.com to get your own podcast started today. And you know what? If you want to start a CFL podcast, I have no ill will towards the CFL, and I'd love to hear it. And I know Pretty Easy Podcast is down to produce it. So go there, www.prettyeasypodcast.com. Because they make podcasting uh, pretty easy. And too bad they can't make league building and alignments pretty easy because apparently that's really hard to do. And and sometimes you just got to... Wash your hands of the whole thing, Bryant. Uh, <laughs> dink it and dunk it around XFL social media. Uh, we, we've got a lot of action going on there. I know you picked some as well. Uh, I'm just going to go to real quick. Gor- Gordon on the XFL fan line saying, bummer, there won't be an alignment. It's been real, eh? Still will be listening each week from up in Canada. So that's that's Gordon in Canada. Still going to listen even though there won't be a, an alignment, Bryant. I'm, it's good to hear. At least we, we hooked one fan. Up north. We hooked at least one, you know, one. I, we never spoke ill of the Ca- Canadian Football League. We never spoke ill of. of I didn't speak ill. Right. I'm still wearing It's literally the week I get my Rough Rider shirt. If you're watching on YouTube, I've got my Saskatchewan Rough Rider shirt on. I got it this week. And then two days later, if it comes in the mail, uh, talks are off. So kind of a bummer for me. <laughs> it's still hype for CFL season. Well, it's great that it actually arrived uh, in time for these talks to not be going on anymore. But I think at least uh, knowing that uh, there are CFL fans who actually enjoyed our conversations and are sticking around, I appreciate you very much. So uh, the fan line was a little interesting. I, th- I saw some people come back and and basically say, good riddance. Thank God. There were some people that said, oh, let's come on, let's move on. Let's, let's get into the XFL uh, mindset, whatever that actually is. But uh, we are moving towards now a new kickoff date of 2023, and the fans, I think, were prepared for this. I think they weren't prepared for the talks to be called off, 
but I think they were prepared for the season to be in 2023. Yeah. And speaking of people who say, who are saying good riddance later on during the hot read, we are going to discuss everything, uh, the statements made by the XFL and the CFL and everything with the talks being broken off. But we will also be having our close personal longtime dear good friend, former co-host of this show and frequent contributor Vince Calfo back on the show, Brian. And I have a feeling he's going to be in the good riddance crowd. I Just a guess. I don't know for sure. But that's just my prediction here a few minutes before we start talking to him. Well, I do want to... I do want to talk about this one comment here, and I think it's kind of interesting, but uh, we had an XFL Jim call us. He's like, why wait until 2023? Uh, disappointing but not unexpected. Uh, the rampage continues. I'm not sure what the rampage is, but uh, <laughs> at this point, you can't get a season off the ground in eight months, seven months. Yeah. I mean, it's why just wait? not possible. Why? Get out there. Get out there next Saturday. What are you doing? Why wait? <laughs> Uh, you can't um, – I mean, maybe you can fault the XFL for putting all their eggs in one basket, but uh, at the same time, it, 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 a lot of people do that when it comes to things that are uh, probably as grandiose as they thought this could be. So well, regardless- I, have, I, I have something to say about eggs in one basket when we get into the meat of this as well. That's been a take I've seen a lot of people have with what, the, when it comes to the XFL side of things. What did you see, Terry, on the XFL fan line? I thought this was the best one out of them all is now that the talks are off – uh, are you, do you have interest in the CFL season? I know you do. Do I have interest? Yeah, <laughs> of course I do. I got the shirt now. I'm invested now. I'm invested, that, Terry. I think that question's more towards me. Uh, I'll probably watch because I, I can't build up this so much hype for myself and then not watch a couple weeks. I think my interest level is different now. I'm going to see if I enjoy it. But I'm not going to be that watching single game betting now, eh? Yeah. I'm not going to be watching it as if. Um, I guess with the mindset of how can this work together with the XFL anymore, which I think was the thing I was most excited for. Thanks for all the love and and support and also the questions and the comments on XFL social media and the XFL fan line makes the top of the show always entertaining, especially a week like this. But now we must do to it and get into this week's cover two. Just calm down. And we're going to start with, Actually, something completely unrelated to the big news of the week, real quick in the cover too, Bryant, just because I wanted to pull this quote from Hal Mummy, world champion in the Spring League, uh, was on radio in Kentucky this week talking about his career and his future in the future in football and asked about the USFL. And here's the quote. He said, yeah, I'd like to be in the USFL. I really would. Hopefully that'll work out. I'm like you. I remember when the original USFL came along. It was so much fun. Coaches really loved it because it gave us a chance to participate and watch the NFL. I'm a big believer in football year-round. As am I, Hell Mummy. And as we've been covering the USFL being announced, to it's returning and it's going to be on Fox. And I've been reading Jeff Perlman's book again, Brian. So I'm kind of in a USFL mode and I see this quote. And I have this feeling older coaches like Hell Mummy are going to say that they're more excited about that league than anything if you're talking spring football because that brand has a special place in a lot of people's hearts of a certain age maybe not in our age group but a guy like hell mummy that i think if you put xfl he was in both or he was in the xfl but if you put both leagues in front of him i mean obviously contracts and money aside but just the brands i think guys like him might go towards the usfl what do you think I think that's a fair statement. The the USFL probably has, when it comes to reputation, a better one with being able to play football in the spring. Uh, the XFL has had a couple chances that it hasn't really been too successful. Regardless, uh, I think coaches, the older they are, the more they remember the USFL. Maybe your newer coaches won't really recognize that as a thing uh, of of so much success. Uh, but how uh, mummy and them? I get it. I mean, he gave. He, I know he loves. Um, I, I know he's a believer. Excuse me of year-round football because he was in the XFL. He is working with the Spring League. Like he is a believer in this stuff, and I totally believe him there. Uh, what actually transpires from all that? Uh, does he actually go to the USFL and coach? I don't know if anybody knows what the USFL is. Like you talk about a league that can't. Kick, we're talking about the XFL kicking off in twenty twenty two. Like. The USFL is going to kick off in 2022, and we don't even know what's going to happen there. So, so yeah, and getting into the CFL negotiations, breaking off here for the rest of the show coming up, just also keep that for a future conversation now. That's a totally new uh, situation with the USFL 
coming back in 2022. It's no longer, oh, the XFL is going to have a thing with the CFL. It's going to be this global type thing, which it still is. We'll, we'll talk about the international quote in their statement. But is the USFL now a more formidable foe to the XFL, if that's what they are to the XFL, when the XFL does kick off? Because without the CFL as a partner, you are missing out on a lot of the stuff that we were talking about in terms of the exciting parts of this alignment. Access to players, maybe, and uh, coaches, and, and a bigger league. So that's it changes the way to view uh, yeah. the USFL definitely. On in terms of how the XFL should view the USFL, uh, it changes. But do you know what the USFL is enough to worry about them right now? I don't think you can. You have to wait for no, the USFL to start making moves before you can actually worry about them. Deja vu all over again. Very much like the AAF undercutting the XFL by a year. Uh, except this time, I think Bryant would even admit the uh, the people behind the the earlier le- spring league maybe a little more trustworthy, even though it's more vague about what it actually will be. Um, you're not laughing at it yet, like you were well, so early I, with. Charlie well, I'm not. Well, the, the thing with, again, I'll go back. The thing that I thought was hilarious about the AF is they made it this huge thing, this the best thing to happen right ever to football, and the USFL is like, yeah, we're gonna kick off. We'll be here. We'll see what happens. We're not really, you know, and they're being more honest and upfront about it. I still worry. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but I think it's just going to be a um, uh, an interesting little tidbit of a, of a speed bump for the XFL once the, the USFL actually comes out with what they're actually doing. Either way, I love the USFL brand, too, and we're going to be covering it all. And it's exciting, but it is a different now kind of set of circumstances Uh, and we'll probably be talking a lot more like it's a competition than maybe we would have prior to what we were thinking was going to go down, the XFL and the CFL. And again, that's what today's show is mostly about, the CFL and XFL alignment negotiations that started in March, or at least were announced in March. We're going through this for like four months now. Uh, They're off. Announced this week, statements from both leagues, and we're still in the cover two here, Brian, so let's give it up to the CFL statement here for the last part of our cover two. And I will read it from... Commissioner Randy Ambrosi saying our talks with the XFL exploring the potential for collaboration and innovation have been positive and constructive. While we remain open to finding new ways to work together in the future, we and our XFL counterparts have jointly decided to not pursue any formal arrangements at this time. We at the CFL are now squarely focused on preparing for August 5th and the start of our 2021 regular season, which will culminate December 12th with the playing of the 108th Grey Cup in Hamilton, Ontario. We're looking forward to this year and the bright future for our league. That is from the Canadian Football League, and that is their end. And first thing I see that I think everyone should pay attention to is that we're jointly decided to not pursue because initially, since they're the league that's playing, I feel like a lot of the reaction has been, oh, the CFL called it off on the XFL they don't want none of the XFL. The XFL's in trouble. What's What are they doing with themselves? They couldn't even get the CFL to figure things out. Don't know if that's exactly how it went down. They both expressed this was a joint decision, and they're, they're definitely probably, definitely, I think, were hurdles that uh, they just couldn't get over, and that's why they both said, all right, let's 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 table this, and if we get back to it, maybe down the road, but have fun with your season. We're going to go focus on 2023 and and on the CFL end it makes a lot of sense because their season's finally getting underway people have been waiting for football up in Canada forever and then if we they had this we talked about it the specter of the potential end of Canadian football as they know it I mean the, the CFL on their end saying, actually, let's not do this makes sense, obviously, to a lot of people. And there were a lot of sighs of relief I saw from Canadian Football League diehards, Bryant, which was expected if these things were going to fall through, obviously. But on the CFL statement, you see anything you want to pick out there? or Is there anything you want to say on their end in terms of the calling off of the talks? Uh, I mean, what can I really say? I think this, I think the assumption that the CFL called it off is – is quite asinine to be honest with you. And I don't think, and I think it would be asinine to say that the XFL were the ones to say, okay, we're done. I think they, when I, when they say they jointly decided, I think it just got to a point where an impasse that neither one of them can get past. And 
the CFL, although they came up with a more formal statement than the, and we'll get into the XFL's reaction to all this here in a little bit in the hot read, but with the CFL's reaction and Randy Ambrosi saying, you know, it was great. It was nice talking, but we're going to move forward. I mean, you kind of have to more so than not kind of look at how the CFL was perceived when they said that these talks were happening. They were looked at as the little brother. They were looked at as the one tagging on to the XFL, the one that needed help. Whether or not that's true or not, it's not the point, but that's how it was being viewed. And I don't know how how much that really, you know, played a factor in the, the some of the people in the higher ups in the CFL saying, you know what, this isn't the reaction we're thinking. Like we're not like why are we the little brother? We're the established league. We're this, we're that. I just don't know at the end of the day if the CFL cared so much about how they looked in the public eyes uh, versus what the CFL and the XFL could have done together. To me, um, is this a blown opportunity? Time will tell. But I do think the CFL had a huge problem with the way they were viewed in this relationship, which was not as the, um, how do you put this, the, the powerhouse that is the CFL, or at least what they think they are. I think the CFL... At the end of it, well, my prediction is they got exactly what they wanted out of the the talks, which was never really a, a, a league that was unified in having an alignment or a merger or whatever you want to call it, uh, because we do know about some actual teams that just came out and flat out said it. <laughs> they weren't about this at all. But the league as you know, a collective did want to pick the brains of the people at the XFL learn more about ways they can innovate their business model and make their league more profitable and sustainable. So that's what they did with the XFL. They picked brains. They talked about some things uh, that they potentially could do down the road as, as their own league. And I think they went to the table, got the information and probably will go with their own uh, plan of attack in terms of reconfiguring their business model. The XFL went into this hoping for some big global branded league, and that's not going to happen alongside the CFL. So now the XFL goes off into doing their own thing, which we initially thought it was going to be again, just like it was in 2020. And now that's officially pushed back to 2023, Brian. So what do you say we get into the hot read, bring Vince on and discuss the XFL statement and everything else regarding the end of the alignment talks? Hot read, hot read, hot read. And it's a hot, hot, hot ass read, I'll say. I'll, I'll throw that, I'll go blue for that, Brian, because it is, it's the summer and it's the biggest news uh, since March when the alignment talks were announced. And it's the fact that the alignment talks are over. And we talked about the CFL's statement there. Now we got to talk about the XFL statement. Well, you know, it's a big, big moment in the XFL or the. CFL, whatever history, when, uh, oh yeah, Vince comes back onto the, the show to actually talk about what's going on. What's going on, Vince? It's been a while, man. How are you? Yeah, <laughs> I'm, do, I'm doing well, guys, and uh, I hope you're doing the same, and, and this is just, you know, just wild stuff. <laughs> this, this week, a lot of big news. You know, uh, you know, a couple months ago, we thought we were going to have some Super League. We thought we were going to have a you know, maybe a couple leagues simultaneously going on, and that now, you know, that that doesn't appear to be the case. It's not, but but we are still getting a CFL season, which I'm thankful for. Wearing my Rough Riders shirt, Vince, you can't see it, but I'll, I'll, I'll send you the, the pick. This, the shirt is sweet, and I know you're going to be a Rough Riders fan with me this year. We still got to get uh, – oh, well, Brian, well, Brian, are you going to root for the Elks? Because we got to – they are the oh, Vipers. Absolutely not. Vipers. <laughs> absolutely not. Statement. So let me read the XFL statement, Vince. I wanted to bring you on because you you you're going to give a real blunt opinion. I'm sure, uh, just straight up, what the what the reality is of the situation. I'm sure. So I'm excited to hear that. And I, I know you texted us right away when you saw the news or messaged. So when are you recording this week? And we said, all right, he's ready for this one. <laughs> so here we go. Here, Here's the XFL statement uh, after we read that really, uh, well, I would, corporate people talk, I would say, Bryant from the CFL, which they had to do. The XFL having a lot more fun with it, more short and sweet, and, uh, you know, they don't have as much to worry about right now because 2023 is what it's all about. But they said, while our discussions with the CFL did not ultimately lead to a collaboration, 
the effort reinforced our belief and commitment to developing the XFL for international spring football. The, and the, they said, we look forward to seeing everyone for kickoff in spring 2023. Short, sweet, but the word international in there first half to, I mean, highlight that, circle it, and get to that first. We all knew 2023 was happening. That's a big duh. But Vince, when they say international now, the CFL's off the table. What does that mean to you? <laughs> that's a that's a real interesting question. Uh, I mean, I guess that means that you know they're possibly talking about you know putting a, a team maybe in Canada still. Maybe that means that you know they're going to put a team in you know Mexico City or, or something along those lines. I mean, I, it seems like they they're not uh, yeah they're trying to still maybe gain as much exposure as they possibly can. Oh, man, I hope they put a team in Regina and Hamilton and Edmonton. Just the, <laughs> and it, nowhere, not BC, not Toronto, not Montreal. You mean Is not the a, markets they, that they're supposed to be interested in there? Exactly. What about you, Brian, when they say international there? Uh, I mean, I don't know if I'll go as far as to say that they might put a team in Canada somewhere because it's or maybe Mexico. But I don't know if how if they're not going to go to Europe or anything like that. I, I honestly don't think they're going to put teams in either one of those places. I think it's just more of an international reach. How can they get the reach to where football is enjoyed by uh, more people than what the XFL has done currently? How do you get your reach out into Italy, into France, Germany, to Europe? Really? Um, how do you do that? Yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't. I hope it doesn't mean like the league's only marketed marketed to Europeans and and in Asia, and they're not even going to market in America. That that's not what that means. Put teams in those places, maybe, and I could see a team playing in London. I could see uh, them putting a team. Could in you really? Canada and Mexico? Yes, absolutely. Because the NFL's talked about it forever, so why not just try it before then? I mean, it's it, it's logistically could be tough and cost a lot, but if they have the capital to do it, if they have the money well, to do it the or thing. the will, do it. That's why the XFLs, you know, they they kept costs down in 2020. They they didn't want to do these things because it costs money. If you have money to fly teams in, or, you know, charter to London every other week, then you do it. Fine, whatever. Like that makes sense. But it's all about financial gains here, and if you, if you have a long term vision, right? then maybe you do that. But right now, it just doesn't seem like it's, it makes a lot of sense to put teams the out. Thing across with the thing with this statement, though, Brian, this statement is so short, and it said way more than the CFL statement. The CFL statement said, basically, we're keeping Canadian football. Canadian football, we're staying in the CFL. We're not going to do anything that we a lot of you were speculating about, and we learned some things here, but it's not happening with the XFL. What the XFL said in this, th- in this statement was so much – we're going to be international. We're moving our kickoff a year uh, from when we initially announced it, uh, maybe a little hastily. Um, we we, we ba- basically, it sounds like they're conceding that they did not succeed in what they were pursuing with the CFL. They did say, uh, you know, it did not ultimately lead to a collaboration. That means they did fail in terms of winning over everyone at the CFL. They had to. I mean, there's a lot being said here, Vince. So, do you think this was ultimately like a pie in the face for the XFL? Because I saw a lot of that reaction on Twitter. Where do you come out on that? Was this a bad move to even announce that they were talking to the CFL in March and have four months well, of talk from us on at least on this show and everywhere else where they talk XFL and then ultimately it well, leads to nothing? Well, I mean, we don't know exactly what they were proposing. And so that, you know, we, we're not sure what was offered. We're not sure what sort of collaboration they, you know, they had in mind. So it's difficult to really evaluate it. But I wouldn't necessarily say it's a bad thing. I mean, if if your whole league was, you know, needed to have this relationship, you know, that's a that's a big, you know, that's a big risk, in, in my opinion. So I'm sure that the XFL could still do just fine without the CFL. I mean, I don't think it needed to have this. Uh, and does it look 
bad. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't think it necessarily looks bad. I, uh, you know, I think you know by the time 2023 rolls around, I don't think anybody's even going to remember this. I, I said that at the top of the show. Real soon, Vince, we're going to be on this show saying, "Hey, you remember they were actually were talking to the CFL about stuff." The other league. Most people will be like, "No, I never heard that." And, and, Trivia question. And and and, and Brian, I, I'd, I'd like to get your opinion on this. Uh, to me, this seems like, you know, if you're the XFL, and, and we don't, again, we don't know, you know, what they have in the works at all. But maybe, you know, there was a what if idea out there, and they had this grand, you know, collaboration scheme, something that would really benefit the XFL. And it may have just been a situation, you know, if the CFL goes for it and maybe it helps us get our league started up quicker, great. If not, we'll be just fine without it. Uh, well, I do think that the XFL put all their eggs in this basket, meaning I don't think. Do you really? I, I well, do not. Hold on, hold on. I don't think this XFL felt like they needed this. I don't think that at all. But I will say that when the carrot was dangled in front of them, they went for it. And when it didn't pan out the way it did, obviously, now they have to regroup. I don't think they went in and say, oh, my God, we need the CFL to actually make this an international league and blah, blah, blah. When the opportunity arose, they took advantage of it and put their eggs in the basket. And, yeah. then, and, then, and then went on. And it didn't work out. Fine. Okay. Um, I'm with you, Vince, where I don't fine. think – I'm with you, Vince, where I don't think uh, the XFL needed this whatsoever. They really wanted it. It was something really shiny. Uh, they tried it. It didn't work out. They move on. And now here we are. I, I do think, though – that the XFL probably does look a little bit like they're pie in the face because they did. They're the ones coming out having to postpone a season. They're the ones coming out with not a lot of information, right? There's not a lot for them to get. They didn't really give the statement wasn't even public. The statement was through Mike Mitchell, basically. And that's how they got that. Like this was not something that the, they, they stuck their head out to like 2023. And then they put their head back into the hole. Like, that's what they did. They changed their Twitter handle to 2023 and called it, called it a day. Did they, was the Twitter handle finally changed? It was finally updated was to 2023. Okay. Yeah. So the XFL does not look great coming out of this. I will 100% admit this. Do I think, is that a telltale of everything that happened with these discussion with the CFL? Absolutely not. But they are the ones caught with their tail in their hand. And the CFL is about to play a football season here in less than a month. And the, the thing that you have to uh, look at here, too, because I, I don't think it was an eggs in one basket, but like you did clarify that, that well. The carrot was dangled, an opportunity was presented, and that's where they said, okay, move the season back. They never officially said that until today or this week. And as a fan of the XFL, I'm so thankful and happy that 2023 is the, now, is the target year now. 2022 was always a little too soon just knowing how much we love the runway to 2020, how much has to go into setting up a league to kick off like that. So I'm happy about it all. The CFL alignment talks gave them an out from, I think the big maybe misstep was putting out the the video and the announcement that 2022 was the return of the league. That maybe was, if there's ever, if there was a misstep anywhere, maybe well, done a little happened, too hastily. And that, that was, was a while done. ago. That was in 2020 when they did that. That made sense then. It it was the, it was also like the tail end of 2020, right? It wasn't too far before the the alignment talks, you know, were announced. 2022 was all, especially when it was announced. Also, also remember that was. I mean, we're coming. We're not out of it yet, but we're coming out of the pandemic a little. Uh, uh, we're in a yeah. little bit of better of a spot when 2022 was announced in 2020, we were still in balls deep in, in a in oh. pandemic with no end in sight, no idea. I mean, this was a rough situation when that was announced, when the alignment yeah. talks were announced, there was a, a light at the end of the tunnel, o but October then 2020. 1st. Okay. That so, was yeah. six months before the, the CFL talks, but and it was a different world. A yes, totally it was. Different world. So I don't and think it was hastily to say that. Oh my God, you're going to come back in 2022. That's that's basically more time. I mean, it was not as more time than now. But I even even me, a diehard uh, you know XFL apologist, was saying, well, 2022's great. I'm hoping. I'm optimistic that'll be realistic. But good luck because we're in a pandemic right now. If they announced if they, now, announcing 2023 now, breathing room. 
an idea that, you know, okay, I could see stadiums being full in 2023. That's something I can picture. When that 2022 was announced in 2020, it was hard to fathom a little. It, it was, but, I mean, I think they still could have announced 2022. And then, you know, if you got, you know, grant like six months ago, and then whenever you got to, you know, this point this year, if it was still looking bad, then you could have just pushed it off, maybe. But, you know, to me... That would be two hits, though, Vince. Sorry, but that, that would be like, oh, hey, we're not going to go... We're not... CFL's gone. Oh, now we're going to push our season. Like, at least you're giving it to us all in one shot. The blow's all at one time. Well, hey, we're I, not talking to the CFL, and we're not going back I, in 2022. I'm, 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 I'm pretty disappointed this is not happening in 2022 because I, I really thought that they, they could have... Uh, done this uh, I, I really think they could have got this you know off the ground considering how much you know is there from the the previous uh regime you know they could you know if they say they're going to reuse a, a lot of the teams yeah. and, and all that kind of stuff yeah i think a lot of it was there i think they could have got, got this done now if they're changing you know drastic changes to uh to what they were you know setting up in terms of you know, stadium leases and all, and all that kind of stuff, then, yeah, maybe they do need an, another year. But uh, to me, it, it is it is a little disappointing that, uh, that this isn't happening, especially with how, you know, a lot of leagues are really, you know, getting back into playing. Uh, you know, even if there were not be full stadiums, uh, it still seemed like, you know, you could have, you could have, you know, gotten something together. And to be honest, whether it's a full, you know, allowable for full capacity or not, it probably would still look the same on TV. So I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, I'm a little deflated by it. I'm not going to lie. I mean, I, I, I'll say I am upset that the endless possibilities weren't whittled down into something real that w- became something we've never seen before, which is what we've been talking about, an alignment between these leagues would have been so cool to see a lot, a lot of the stuff we were throwing out there in terms of, uh, you know, just completely merging leagues and, and keeping the Canadian teams and playing against the XFL 2020 teams or anything from it being MLB style to it being an all uh, leagues that are completely separate, but you know, they interact a little and share like all the different stuff we talked about. Some, any one of them would have been exciting because it would have been totally different and it would have been fun to see someone attempt it. So that's the bummer here, but let's get into some of the speculation of why it didn't happen because talking about all the different things we talked about, it was a pretty big hurdle to get over when you talk about, well, the CFL, they have to get rid of a lot of what makes them the CFL. Uh, does this make sense to have teams in in Regina when you know, you're talking about a big jumbo league of 20 teams? Will anyone care to watch those those smaller market teams up in Canada if you're also talking about teams that are in the United States? Um, how does this actually work? From the rules to the actual teams, what is alignment? Are you making words up? What is this? Just call it a merger. <laughs> I mean, everybody was saying this, so I it's it, it, you can understand why the, they fell. But what do you think the reason was, Bryant? Do you think it was? I I saw Dave Naylor put out a thing saying a lot of people think that the single game betting being legal in Canada is going to help the CFL a lot. Oh, Look, but that was something we shot down earlier. That, like, no way that's going to be just the here, only reason. If if the CFL didn't see this in the horizon before their talks right. with the XFL, it's just an go away excuse. Go yeah. away. See, like if you don't see business opportunities like that six months a year in advance, and you're like, oh my god, it passed. We don't need you anymore. Like there's serious yeah. infrastructure problems within the CFL that says, hey, we are not looking at the future. That's just wait, a convenient oh, wait. excuse. Do you think Randy's like, oh, there's a bill passing today? Wait, what? What happened? What's going on? Like, if that's happening, there's a big problem. So I don't think that's happening. I, I think it's just an excuse for people to say, oh, that that's why the CFL is moving away. Uh, so you're, you're going to need to smarten me up a little bit on, on this uh, Canadian single game betting. What, what exactly is this? So being able to bet on just a, a- – the the Elks versus the Rough Riders in Canada, you could do that now, or you're going to be able to. And the you know, Canada like the states is wising up that uh, sports betting is a 
a great way for people to make money and it's it's safe and legal if you if you do it the right way so why why was it called single game betting like could you and and i think you do parlays there's probably lottos there's different things that you could do in Canada, but you couldn't do single game betting. So I couldn't go and say the Leafs are going to beat the Canadians today, minus one fifty. Like you could not do that. I guess I but could now see you it can. making a little bit of a difference. I, I but not. I don't think this should have any impact at all on you know whether they entered into an agreement with the XFL this should have no bearing on this whatsoever um it, the you know if, if people want to gamble they'll gamble they'll, they'll find ways to do it and especially Canadians uh so i i don't buy this you know at, at all having an impact and, and if you're the not now you know whether the CFL should have entered into an agreement that's a different story but i don't think it was anywhere being affected of now okay you know people can bet on these games more easily so you know we're we we think our league's going to do that much better that we don't need to partner with anybody <laughs> i yeah, i'm with you there i, I literally think and I'll, and I'll i'll say this is my argument for this i think the xfl had great plans big plans probably bigger than the cfl could ever think that that was actually going to happen the xfl wanted to go um all in uh, the CFL was like, Ooh, I don't know about this. Also, the reaction that they got, it wasn't very favorable in in Canada. Nobody was down. Everybody yeah, thought uh, four down football was coming. At least Everybody on thought, social media well, with the, where the majority of people are say social media, but I feel like it was happening. I mean, there was people on the news. There was reporters. Uh, TSN people were saying, I don't know about this. Like, this doesn't make you have it. It was pun- out there. You have pundits who will push back against that because they – yeah, that's a – it's a yeah. – national game that it, it was threatened so, so you understand that yeah, so i well, think that well i think that the cfl was a little wary of all the changes the xfl was probably presenting and i think it just kind of fell apart they couldn't meet in the middle the cfl wanted this well the xfl wanted this and there was no in, and there's no speculation but, there the edmonton elks confirm this they, they they could they put the statement out uh One of the teams that just flat out was not down for this. The Edmonton Elks Football Club is pleased by Wednesday's announcement by the CFL. The discussions with the XFL have ended. They put this out on social media. The Elks remain fully committed to the CFL and our treasured brand of Canadian football. Keep the Canada in Canadian football, they said. And there is your answer if you're wondering why. There were, at least on the CFL side, there were entire organizations totally against this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, the the CFL, you know, they know who they are. They're they're going to, you know, stay in their lane. You know, they you know, and, and again, we don't know what the XFL was proposing like you said, Brian, it could have been all these grand plans or whatever and the CFL probably didn't want anything to do with that. And if I'm the CFL, what is the XFL even offering? that you would want to be a part of. What does the XFL even have right now? They don't have a television contract. They don't have, you know, a set number of teams. We don't even know what cities they're going to be in. You know, we don't even know where they're going to play. Uh, the, the television, like I said, that's probably the biggest thing. I mean, they have nothing to offer right, right now, at least nothing set in stone that's signed that has been reported. Yeah. So I I don't I'm not surprised by this at all. And if I was the CFL, I I would do the same thing. You know, prove to me XFL that you can have some legitimate success, and then we'll talk. So Vince, I mean that that makes sense. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna agree that the XFL has nothing to offer because they are in terms of the ownership groups backing them. They have there's a lot of like a lot of money, a lot of great business people, a lot of smart people, a lot of big names in terms of marketing, a lot of I mean, a, a lot of negotiating power and and expertise. When you talk about people involved with TV deals and that are going to be working behind the scenes for the XFL, but it what you said makes sense. So I want to, and you said basically, show me what you got, XFL. Do you take any stock in the CFL saying these negotiations, blah blah blah, are done at this time? Do those three words at this time? Oh, maybe think you. Oh, this thing could maybe end up being something one day, but the XFL is maybe being asked to go out there and prove themselves. Oh, of course it could be something, you know, someday. I mean, if, if you're, you know, you should always be open for business. You should always be open for discussion. 
And I'm sure, you know, maybe down the road it'll make sense. But right now it obviously doesn't. And that's why why they said no. You know, maybe if the XFL uh, is around for as long as the CFL has been at some time, maybe they'll they'll talk and, and talk you know, to us in 108 years. <laughs> I don't know if it'd be that long, but yeah, that may, I, I think those three words that there could be an alignment maybe down the road, Brian. Uh, I, I think you learn quickly. People, you don't burn convinced. bridges. Yeah, you don't yeah. say, "Okay, it was great talking to the XFL, but this is never going to happen." Goodbye. Like to me, if if the if the CFL comes, I'm not saying this is going to happen, but if the CFL comes a call in in three years and be like, "Oh my God, XFL, let's partner together," be like, "We'll take eight of you." And leave Edmonton out of it, please. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. <laughs> well, I'm sure it was it was more than just Edmonton. I wouldn't be surprised if the very team I'm rocking right now, the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, were not down for this because it seems that the teams that were are in the markets where they're actually successful and have support and are making a little bit of money at least uh, probably were like, hey, what do we need? We don't need this this Aladdin league coming to telling us they could show us the world. We're, fu- <laughs> we're, we're fine where we're at. And then others, other people in the CFL say, we, we need to make money and we need to make real money. Not, none of this. Do you, th- you know, do, you th- do you think the XFL can M- be M- like, M- look, look, CFL, if you give us $2 million and then you get three <laughs> people to come in and they give you $2 million and then those people below you give them $2 million. Then we'd all be millionaires. The pyramid F- FL. There it is. That was not a, what was happening. The pyramid football league. <laughs> that, that was not the case. But the it's it seems like, I mean, on the XFL side, who knows how invested they were in terms of like, we need this to happen. But on the CFL side, it definitely was uh, people that just weren't about it. And that seems like that was the hurdle that couldn't be gotten over by everybody. And then it stalled it and it's over. We move on. The XFL saying 2023 now is the target date. Uh, Vince, what do you, what do you think now for the XFL in 2023 I mean, we're going to be doing many shows now, respeculating, recalibrating, because the last four months have been talking about what an alignment is. Now we got to talk about what is an XFL in 2023. Your initial thoughts <laughs> on what that is, knowing that these talks are over. Yeah, I, I, I the two things I'm going to be, well, I, I guess three things that I'm most interested in right now is I want to know, uh, you know, how many teams there are going to be. I want to know where the teams are going to be at, and I want to know, you know, what the television contract is. I think those are the, the three biggest things that we, that we got to know, and and hopefully we'll, you know, I mean that's that's a year and a half away, maybe even two years by the time this thing's going to start. So, you know, I have no idea when we'll find out uh, the answer to some of these questions. You know, I mean, we may be talking at this time next year. Uh, still wondering the answers of, of some of these. Oh no! Uh, don't say I, that. That'd be, that would be that. bad. Uh, <laughs> that would be we might bad. Have to, we, Brian, we might have to launch. Brian, the, that should be music to your ears, right? There. Uh, right. Oh my God! Just talking about the XFL. I hope they never kick off. No, I'm just joking. Um, <laughs> I will say, let's 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 go back into the time machine a little bit. Uh, we are about. If you guys remember, because I wasn't a part of that conversation. You, Vince. Uh, you and uh, you, Vince, and uh, well, I gotta say this: how Alan, Vince, and Jake were all a part of this conversation, and that was with Oliver Luck, and that happened the beginning of September 2018. So we're not even to that point yet. We didn't hear about teams until December. We didn't hear about coaches until the following year. We have a lot of time. I know it doesn't seem like it, but there is still a lot of time when you talk about what the goals were, and we don't know if they're going to kick off in February, if they're going to kick off in April in 2023. All we know it's going to be that year. Uh, I'm not too worried about the timeline right now. Uh, we are kind of we're going to have to sync our clocks a little bit here again, Alan, like we were doing earlier this year with where are we now versus where were we then, and, and try to get ahead of ourselves. I try not to get ahead of ourselves too much. That's the real bummer to me is, oh, man, it's a totally to- – for the show now, at least they're just totally new mindset and and figuring everything out. But paying attention to CFL, I, I'll be doing that. Paying attention to the USFL, I'll be doing that. Uh, and, you know, we're going to be moving on now with the XFL and their new, their new timeline, their new road to 2023. I'm happy 
most of all this week that 2023 was officially announced as the new target uh, year. And we'll see what's to come from announcements from the XFL. But the alignment talks are over. And so is our hot read, Vince. Thanks for joining us. Do you have anything else? Do we leave anything on the table before we uh, end these talks? No, I, I, I think we got it pretty much covered here. Uh, it, it's it's going to be an exciting next two years, and I, I can't, can't wait to keep talking about it. <laughs> uh, I know Brian Brian's just, just so excited that this is is prolonged a little bit more, and you know you know maybe we'll we'll uh, you guys will be able to talk to uh, some some people over at that Redbird Capital Group to see if they can maybe push that back to 2024, maybe. <laughs> do, Vince, do you think do you think when they approached the uh elks ownership about the the alignment they said redbird who riffraff street rat i don't buy that do you think that's how it went down <laughs> it, it wouldn't surprise me i mean it, i mean this is it's just such a you know bizarre situation to me, you know, you got this this capital group uh, and the Rock splitting ownership on this league, and it, it's just so hard to even speculate on on what direction we think they're going to go and, and who's going to be involved. And you know, there's not there's not even a, a point man or, or a big commissioner talking about you know details of that this could be league. I mean, it's, it's really far out. There. Yeah. The CFO could be the next thing, the chief football officer. And when that person is found, if that person is ever found or what they do with that sort of role, uh, that'll be, I think, a sigh of relief, uh, Vin Man, because we need we need someone someone that, that we could at least bounce all this stuff off of and or at least lead yeah, us in the right direction. Yeah, I mean, Miss uh, Garcia was giving us a lot of good information, you know, whenever this uh uh, first started, but she's been kind of silent for for a while. She gave us the. I'm hearing. She gave us the Instagram pic, though. We do know they have a content strategy, Vince. So be on the lookout for maybe some content, at least online, coming soon from the XFL because they. I think they're going to start revving up the engines now that th- these talks are over. They can go full full blast towards 2023. Uh, I mean, even if it's just like an Instagram picture of like a shadow of a goalpost or. <laughs> Or a, or a football laying in grass or, you know, just something to get us excited. I'm saying just wait for The Rock showing up at your local high school football game on a Friday night this coming fall, Vince. I I think that we might see some of that, too. <laughs> the Rock's going to come and personally uh, pluck players out of, a, out of a high school game to come play in the NFL. I just make personal appearances, hype it up to crowds. I don't know. You got it. It's called grassroots, baby, and if they need anyone to do that, do that. Hashtag we want our jobs back. Uh, maybe totally we'll see down. some uh, collegiate players sponsored by the XFL here, or by, by it could Zoa or something. You know? Yeah, Terramata. You, you, you think there's going to be uh, like small street teams put together to uh, <laughs> to, to walk around the different towns? Nothing beats uh, a good street team. Flyers. Nothing beats a good street <laughs> team and some stickers. I like I like Bryant's idea though. Hopefully, all of uh, Pitt in 2021 uh, is sponsored by Terramana Tequila, and uh, maybe we'll see a lot of Pitt Panthers in the XFL offense. You and I would really like that. Yeah, yeah, I, I would. I wouldn't complain about it. Um, and uh, yeah, I could think of a uh, you know quite a few that I think would be excellent XFL players. And hopefully in 2023, we'll see that. Yeah, that's a that's a discussion for another show on another day. But for now, let's just speculate and uh, lick the wounds from these negotiations ending and move forward, Vince. We'll see you soon. All right, I'll talk to you guys down the road. See you, brother. Thanks again to Vince for joining us for some real Whoops. conversation. We got about, Vince on the phone. I guess he's in Houston doing God knows what. We got you having a party at the house. What's going uh, on also, here? It's, as it's craziness. We close up, yeah, as we close up this show, I also we got to get the XFL not talking. Jesus, we're, end, we're ending the show now, and we're, we want, we've had a good discussion. I'm, I'm, I have a lot of things on my mind. We've got a lot of people here in the house on the West Coast. I've got to give end credits to the entire staff that worked on today's show. So Vince, Bryant, myself, we've got uh, my mom, my brother. My cousins are all here. The dogs, everybody's here because they had to be here for the show. 
where we talked about this big news this week, Brian. That was the main. The main. Well, maybe thing. you can all. Maybe you can get them all behind you as a good, good goodbye as I close this out because you can catch <laughs> us and apparently Alan's Come family. On, guys. <laughs> Uh, you can catch us and apparently Alan's family every single Friday right here on your favorite podcast app. That's Google Podcasts, Apple, Stitcher, TuneIn, or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, make sure you give us that five-star review and tell your friends about us. If you got a question, comment, or topic you want us to cover, we'll text or call the XFL fan line, 724-565-4XFL. Standard text messaging rates do apply. Uh, and also follow us on all social media platforms at XFL Show, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook, and maybe one day TikTok. Or if you want to say hello to us, uh, well, and or Alan's family, uh, subscribe and watch us on YouTube at XFL.show, the official website of This Is The XFL Show. And don't forget to check out our sponsors, Pretty Easy Podcast. Go to prettyeasypodcast.com and get started today because they make podcasting from your mom's house uh, pretty easy. I mean, you can do it from your mom's house, wherever. <laughs> They're not going to hear it. There's dogs barking this whole show. Nobody will hear any of it because Pretty Easy Podcast just... They're magicians. They're wizards. They're wizards, Harry. You know what I have to say, though? The alignment talks are over. Bummer, you know. But you always have to look at those silver linings. Think positive. That's what I do. At least we got to talk to Dave Naylor a whole bunch over the I last know. four months. I know. We got to bring him in one more Learned time. One more time. We'll, we'll Made bring a Dave new friend. Made a new friend. I mean, that's, that's nothing better than that. I, I, I pulled the trigger, got my jersey, my shirt. I'm ready for the CFL season. I'm invested. I'm ready. You I'm know ready what? for the CFL season too, Alan. Very ready. You're going to hold a grudge, I think, for a while. But maybe well, I'm not going to hold the grudge. I think it's – is it going to be a la AAF grudge? Probably not. But I do think that there was some <laughs> – there, there were there were some positives that we could have gotten out of this. We're not, we won't see them at least anytime soon. Uh, so we are where we are, and we move on uh, to 2023. Yeah, we'll press we'll forward and we'll we'll be here. We'll be here. We'll be back next week talking about a whole new game plan for the show, for the league. And you're going to have to just tune in to find out how that ends uh, ends up looking. Everybody want to okay. come in and say goodbye? <laughs> say bye, <laughs> Benny. <laughs> say bye. Oh, man. Should I finish Maybe. it? Maybe I should finish it. Let's, well, we'll finish it. We'll finish it the right way. Here we go. There it is. Wave, wave, What's up, Benny? Buddy? Hey, Benny. There he is. Benny. Benny's really excited for 2023. Can't wait. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> Love it. All right. For Brian, for Benny, Josh, <laughs> Melissa, Melissa, Max, Michelle, Louie, Carl, and Vince. I'm Alan. This is the XFL Show. Remember, they're listening.